You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hi, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedicky, and I feel like it's been a little while since I've been on the mic with you, but it's interesting because the team really pushes me to interview and produce these episodes in, in kind of spurts. And so even though you're listening to them every other week, it could be a month or two before I'm back on the mic. So I can feel a little out of practice. I'm feeling a little out of practice today, transparently. Things have been busy and a little crazy around here at the agency. We're really excited to celebrate for the very first time being voted best public relations firm in Destin and the best in Destin awards. These awards are hosted by the magazine publication VIP Destin. We're really honored to represent our industry in this category and was really a big win. I think sometimes it's hard to accept a win. I know over the years I've shared with you guys how that kind of gives me the ick sometimes, but this one feels a little bit different. We've had our head down. We've really been pushing and working and this award was not something that we tried to win. And in a way that feels like maybe for the first time we've earned it. So congratulations to the team. They work so hard and really work together. What I'm going to share with you today is a point of inspiration after reading my alumni magazine with ASU. I got my graduate degree at the Arizona State University. I get their quarterly publication, Thrive, and it's one of my favorite things to read. Everything in this publication, so thought-provoking, it often will help kickstart an idea. And there was an article in here that I ended up not really connecting with the article very much, but the hook that got me into the article really started to make me think, and it's feedback that inspires was the hook. And so every week I have one-on-ones with members of my team. And it's often that I don't put as much work into those one-on-ones. I will often sit back and be like, Hey, what do you guys need? What can I do for you? Not that that doesn't require work, but it's 15 minutes with an individual. And, you know, I really want to strive. I hope to strive to bring as much value to the table and to offer as much of myself as a leader to my team when that happens. And I think because we do have a very high tempo, we have a high tempo here at Francis Roy, it's much more tempting to just check a box and can be difficult to be intentional and to offer feedback, not just criticism and not just criticism that is constructive, but this whole concept and idea of feedback that inspires. And I really love that. I love the thought process. I started to do a little bit more research on what I could do with those 15 minutes that would inspire my team to, you know, really not just be the best at what they do, because I feel like that's a bit manipulative, but to feel good while doing it. And to feel like they're creating something that matters. I like my team to know where they stand. I like to be held accountable as a leader and I hold accountability with my team. And that is not just from a performance perspective, but in terms of like expected creativity. And it often is that creativity is expected of us and it's hard to get there sometimes. It's my responsibility to get our team to the point where they feel like they can work in an environment where inspiration is 
is welcomed and expected and shared no matter who it comes from. So feedback is tough. And if you're not used to doing it, if you're not used to giving feedback and you kind of skirt around it, it's sort of a practice in my mind. There is a way to give feedback that is not only respectful, but also healthy and can inspire someone to grow. And, you know, everyone has a little bit of an ego and nobody likes to hear criticism. And sometimes when we say the word feedback, criticism is expected, but I hope that we are delivering feedback here in a way that inspires growth in our people and and does not encourage them to shrink and kind of hide who they are. During sessions of feedback, focusing on the other person and what I can offer, what we can offer as a team or as a leadership team is really at the forefront of inspiring feedback. Having that open line of communication and being, I don't know, just kind of objective in a way and allowing like a place of safety for people to share how they feel about something. We don't start out with, okay, this is what you did wrong. We do categorize. And I don't think passively, I, this is intentionally, but areas of challenge and areas of triumph. This is something a mentor of mine, you know, really focused on is areas of triumph versus areas of challenge, but going beyond that and saying, Hey, let's just discuss it as well. It's not just me providing you with what I think you are or are not doing, but let's discuss what's happening here and encourage a dialogue. I think we also have to be really careful to provide feedback in private and not providing feedback in private, whether it's positive or negative, can result in humiliation for another individual, which is the exact opposite of inspiration. And sometimes this can really come from positive feedback as well. Not everyone is comfortable with receiving positive feedback. And it also can cause this sort of like ripple effect on your team. So depending on what the feedback is, I try to be cautious about, you know, offering it in private as much as possible. And I think that is why the one-on-ones are so important. A leader is someone who influences outcomes and inspires others. In order to do that, you have to deliver feedback that doesn't make people cringe, but motivates them. And humiliation is in the exact opposite direction. Consent to me is something that's important with feedback as well. And I like to be asked, you know, are you open to feedback? I think that I can come across sometimes as someone who's not open to feedback, but I'm extremely open to it. And, you know, there are ways to kind of getting to that point where you're like, hey, I've observed something. Are you open to hearing it? Sometimes having that checkpoint and providing that open door allows for a much more comfortable and fluid dialogue to occur. So I like that. Ask for ways and and just ideas from someone, like what inspires them, what motivates them, what sparks improvement. We have to remember that it's very unlikely that those that we lead respond in the same way that we do. And it's as easy sometimes as just asking someone, hey, what floats your boat? You know, um, how do you like to receive feedback? One of the tools that we developed here at the agency was our Enneagrams in the workplace tool. And I love this tool for a variety of reasons, but because it really gets to the heart of like motivations in the workplace and what allows people to feel motivated versus what, you know, makes them feel, I don't know if stressed is the right word, but just, you know, like they want to shrink and just do the absolute bare minimum. And I I think that, you know, we would be lying. I know I would be lying if I didn't say that I make and strive to learn more about my team so that I can inspire the best possible work out of them. 
because I mean, that would just, I would just be lying if I said I didn't do that. And I try to find out what makes them tick, what makes them happy, what motivates them, what I can do. I can't do all things, but I can understand, I can learn, I can grow, I can provide check-ins. And I certainly can ask if they are open to feedback in ways that inspire growth and just thriving in the workplace. So, you know, it's so interesting, the evolution of feedback. We certainly do not have a formalized way of doing it here at the agency. I think that there is an expectation of formality for some individuals, but checking in frequently really helps us kind of mitigate this whole concept that when you go to do a six month or a one year review, that there really aren't any surprises and there shouldn't be any. And and honestly, we should be working on this weekly because people change and their lives change weekly. So I think that if we're committed to bettering ourselves and others, and we're willing to speak up about problems. The more and more that we do that, the more comfortable we get with doing that. And that comfort really creates a culture and an atmosphere where high performance is expected and just kind of like pettiness falls away. I think, and I hope we're all working towards the same goal, but we all have different paces and tempos with getting there. And we certainly all have different roles in the process. So anyways, I hope this provided you with some information and maybe a little inspiration to put some one-on-ones on your calendar with your team. Ask if they're open to feedback and the type of feedback that really motivates them. And and are you willing to provide that? So in the next couple of weeks, I know we're going to have some more great shit for you. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but as you know, I love this podcast and our team works so incredibly hard on it. And it is a platform that really inspires their work and it certainly inspires mine. And I hope we're able to provide a little inspiration for you as well. Have a great week.